Now, this is a song that I haven't heard in a while. I was, I want to say, on my way to work, and it was kind of gloomy outside. And I was like, I kind of want to listen to that song. And I just played it, and I was like, you know what? It's almost time for Halloween. We can get a little spooky on here if we wanted to. This is the All Anal, All Anal, All Anal, All Anal podcast with your host, Sebastian Star. Sebastian Star. With your host, Sebastian Star. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the All Anal podcast. I'm your host, Sebastian Star. And today I'm going to be analyzing the song Lithium by Evanescence. Now, before I dive into the lyrics, there's a little quick backstory. I can recall back in, I want to say, late elementary school going into middle school. And this is kind of around the same time that the movie Daredevil had dropped. So the song Bring Me to Life was everywhere. And everyone was like, oh, my God, I love that song. And I didn't even know who Evanescence was. I was completely unaware of their you know, fame and fortune as a, I can't even put the genre specifics on there. Just a rock band. I know I'm going to get tutored for that later, so please excuse me. If I had to say anything, I would just be like, you know, I want I don't want to say punk rock. Punk rock is more like Linkin Park. You know what I'm saying? Just like just just rock music. I don't know. I'm not good with the subgenres. I know a couple, but there's some that kind of sprinkle in there that I can't really point out, but I digress. And I just remember listening to Bring Me to Life all the time in elementary school. And then, you know, as middle school and high school progress, progress, progress. And, you know, you kind of start to develop your own thing after a while. And I don't even remember how I found this song. I think I might have just been on YouTube at the time. And, you know, I was just Googling, you know, bring me to life or whatever the case may be, or YouTubing it rather. And this song was probably just in the corner as a suggested song. And I just listened to it one day and I was like, man, this is really good. Like I was in middle school, I'm sure, when the song came out. And I just remember listening to it and just be like, this is a really good song. And I appreciate it for the artistic aspects of it because the music itself is daunting and spooky, but it's (sighs) Amy Lee's vocals are just Top fucking notch, top tier. It's beautiful. And I think she gets undermined a lot because she's in the rock genre versus if she was like a soul singer or like a pop singer, then she would get recognized immediately and people would like, oh my God, this is great. But because she does rock music, I feel like she kind of gets swept under the rug. And there's a lot of great vocalists in the rock genres. And she has a very like classic type of voice. It's very, you know, like the opera. I don't know what the word is to describe what something is like when you're at the opera, but it it gives me that feeling. And it's just so lovely. She has range. The lyricism is on point. The music, like I said, is really spooky. And it's just like, what's not to love? It's got all the, it's got all the ingredients. It's got the spooky, it's got the vocals, it's got the lyrics, it's got the aesthetic. It's got this whole package, and and it's a really, really great song. If you haven't heard it, it's pretty old, like I said, but it's really, really lovely, and I really, really enjoy listening to it. You are now tuned into the All In Podcast with Sebastian Stone. So let's dive into these lyrics, shall we? Now, it is a little confusing because 
I'm not I'm not 100% sure if a lithium is a metaphor for something bigger or if it's just a reference to whatever she's really trying to say. But I digress. We're about to find out. So, chorus, it, come, it comes in so eerily. And that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. It's very, very eerie when it starts in, but it, it just follows through so well. So, chorus, lithium, don't want to lock me up inside. Lithium, don't want to forget how it feels without lithium. I want to stay in love with my sorrow. Oh, but God, I want to let it go. And then we dive into the first verse. Come to bed. Don't make me sleep alone. Couldn't hide the emptiness. You let it show. Never wanted it to be so cold. Just didn't drink enough to say you love me. Let's stop right there. So just off that alone, I'm under the impression that it's a very toxic relationship, which is leading me to believe that the lithium is, in fact, the metaphor for what she's trying to say. So I had to do a little bit of Googling, and it turns out that lithium is actually a type of medication used to treat bipolar disorder. Now, this is just based off of Google. I could be completely and totally wrong, but that's just what was pulled up when I Googled, you know, what is lithium? Uh, It comes in different forms. Lithium salts seem to be the biggest, like, type or the most popular type was lithium salts, which is terrifying. But obviously, it's a medication, a prescribed medication. And like I always say to myself, too much of anything, even if it's good for you, can and will eventually kill you. So my theory here is that she's metaphorically speaking on the terms of lithium, something to make her feel better. But it is actually, in fact, making her feel worse. Because, you know, the side effects from most, you know, mental illness medications is the increased thought of whatever it was you were trying to get rid of from taking the medication. So for example, some of the craziest side effects for suicide medication is reoccurring thoughts of suicide, which I feel like is backwards and redundant, but I digress. So as I said before, my theory, my understanding is that she's you know, metaphorically speaking, in the terms of a toxic relationship. So when she says, come to bed, don't make me sleep alone, couldn't hide the emptiness, you let it show, it's basically like this emotionally neglectful partner that is kind of draining you from your energy. But at the same time, you want that comfort, that reassurance, that stability that they provided for you at one point in time, but now all you're getting is like dry and unauthentic, you know, conversations. Everything has lost its luster and everything feels just flat and boring, which it could also be amplified by something a lot worse than that when she goes to say, never wanted it to be so cold, just didn't drink enough to say you love me. So honestly, your only interest in me is when you're intoxicated or when you're out of your mind. And other than that, all I get is just these terrible, reoccurring, cold shoulders, glares and stares, and you just don't care about me the way that you probably did in the beginning. And it's just, I'm just devastated. So going to the bridge, I can't hold on to me. Wonder what's wrong with me. Lithium, don't want to lock me up inside. Lithium, don't want to forget how it feels without lithium. I want to stay in love with my sorrow. That's the biggest line out of that. So I can't hold on to me. I'm losing myself. Wonder what's wrong with me. Am I going crazy? 
And then, you know, you dive back into that course. You're trying to make things make sense. You're trying to understand what's happening around you and why, what you can do to make it better, how, you know, things can improve, what needs to happen in order for those things to improve and whatever you got to do to get there. That's what you're willing to do. Let's get into verse two, shall we? She says, don't want to let it lay me down this time. Drowned my will to fly. Here in the darkness, I know myself. Can't break free until I let it go. Let me go. So let's let's get, that's the first half of the second verse. Don't want to let it lay me down this time. I don't want it to take everything away from me. I don't want to be completely exhausted. I don't want to be worn out, tired, fatigued. I'm tired of being tired, right? Drown my will to fly. It's pulling me down so deep and so hard that I feel like I'm stuck. I'm stagnant. I can't move. I can't breathe. I can't break free, you know? Here in the darkness, I know myself. This is giving me time to think. This is giving me time to really wrap my brain around what's going on, why it's happening, and what I can do to stop it. Can't break free until I let it go. Let me go. You're the thing that is keeping me stagnant. You're the thing that's preventing me from breaking free and being free of this curse, this torment, this torture, this trauma. I need you to let me leave so I can let me leave. I can't do it until you do it because you have such a strong hold on me that it's literally making it impossible for me to do anything else. Now, let's dive into the second half of the first verse, shall we? Darling, I forgive you after all. Anything is better than to be alone. And in the end, I guess I had to fall. Always find my place among the ashes. I can't hold on to me. Wonder what's wrong with me. So that is devastating. And let me tell you why. You just made it. You've just established that the reason that you cannot move on, the reason that you cannot flourish, that you cannot soar, that you cannot thrive and strive and prosper is because this thing, this person is gripping onto you so tightly, so aggressively, so forcefully that you're literally being suffocated. You're literally overwhelmed. It's too much. It's, it's just, it's, it's taking the life from you completely. You're telling them, I can only get better if you allow me to. I can only break free if you let me break free. I can't go because your grasp on me is literally so strong that there's nothing else I can do. So what do I do? I accept my fate. I understand that this is where I am meant to be. I am just going to be here. I am just going to be stuck with you. She said, darling, I forgive you after all. Anything is better than to be alone. So you're not going to let me leave. I guess I'm not going anywhere. At least I have somebody. At least I have the companionship. At least I have the company. And then she says, and in the end, I guess I had to fall. This was inevitable. This was going to happen regardless of what I did, what I could say to you, how I could convince you that this was the best thing for me. Always find my place among the ashes. That's it. I'm, I'm down here. Is I ain't going nowhere. I'm stuck. I'm stuck here and I'm stuck here with you. 
And then the chorus repeats one more time. And then the last line of the song is, I'm going to let it go. Now, that could be taken a bunch of different ways. That could be a suicidal reference, like my only way out is through death. Or I'm just going to give up on ever trying to find salvation and peace and just accept what I have. And I'm pretty heavily sold on the first one. Not that there's... I'm not promoting suicide. I am completely, you know, if you are suicidal, get help, you know. But that's just the direction that the song took me lyrically. And I'm just like, damn. And I didn't appreciate it that much when I was younger. But now as an adult, really listening to the song and diving into these lyrics is just... It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful song. It was beautifully composed, beautifully constructed, and it's it's underrated in my opinion. I don't know how many people really know about this song like that, but it's just beautiful. Overall, just beautiful. That was Lithium by Evanescence. That was a deep, deep dive into some very dark, dark shit. But I always, I love the spooky season and I love doing spooky stuff. And it's, it was a nice song to listen to as, you know, Halloween approaches, you know what I'm saying? Just give you something to think about. But that was me. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, I always, always appreciate the love and the support. And until next time, I will speak to you all later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the All Anal, All Anal, All Anal podcast with your host, Sebastian Starr.